Not only is it Tuesday, it is New Year's Eve. Give it up for yourselves for making it this far. That was a hand clap. Sometimes, I know some of you guys had a rough 2019. Shout out to my cousin. Last day of 2019. What are you going to do for it, India? Are you going to make it special? Well, you know, I would like to, to Netflix and chill it. You know, that's not my um, style. But obviously, that is not what we're doing. So, we're going to enjoy this nice dinner. Hey. And see where the night leads us. Where the night takes us. So, thank you guys <laughs> for tuning in. I am your host with the motherfucking most, B-Love. And I always have my very special host with me. India Marie. India Marie. And be love the husband and wife duo you didn't know you need, but you got us and we are here to stay. She and I podcast the best thing to happen on a Tuesday. Well, damn it, since Monday. So I feel like we've well, been gone a long time. I don't think we've been gone a long time. Um, but we do need to thank the people on here. What are you doing? My phone going off for some reason. Like, <laughs> I don't, like it literally just started to have Tourette's right then in my hand. But we need to thank everyone for coming out to the last we live do. show. We had an amazing time, an amazing turnout. So uh, thank you again for constantly supporting us. Yes, we, yes. We really appreciate it. And... We've got some things in store for 2020. Yes. Um, and we can't wait. And if you haven't, if well, let me back up. If you were unable to attend the live show, be sure to take your black soul over to YouTube and type in live podcast slash relationship phases. It'll take you directly to She and I podcast. Backslash? No. Slash? A dash, my bad. Dash? Yeah, what are you trying to say? Man, <laughs> listen. Go to YouTube and type in She and I podcast, <laughs> and it's going to come up. Enjoy that. Like India said, the best is yet to come. So please be sure to continue to follow, continue to support. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tune the hell on in. We're going to keep cranking out these episodes We're gonna keep cranking out these live shows and we want the world to attend we want the world to hear what we have in store i saw somebody earlier today what's up said, i can't wait to come to the next live show when is it it will be um mm -mm. sooner than later uh-uh are you talking will you talking <laughs> but every time I talk, it, it always happens so it will well, be it, it, sooner next, than later the, but the That's next live say. show won't be in Nashville. No, nah, the next one so, won't. So, it'll be a while. 
I, I was just reading that email. It was on my phone. Had Tourette's. Oh well, it'll be a while <laughs> before we come back to Nashville. Won't be a while. Um, we love coming back here. We but love doing live shows here. Should we go ahead and tell them? Or you already told them. The next live show, if you didn't catch it on our stories, will be in Memphis. We're doing a live show in Memphis, um, man. This is for India. You know, she's going back to her orange mound roots. I'm going home. She's about to get down and dirty. I can't wait. And if you are India's ex-boyfriends, and if you happen to date India while you guys are in high school, I invite all of you guys out personally (laughs) to come on stage beside me so we can share stories about India, the old India and the new India. Please, let's come on stage and join hands and have a kumbaya moment. Matter of fact, let's have a, we are the world. Okay. We dated India. Moving forward. Yes, sir. We're not, not going to meditate I'm so right excited. here. We're not going to do that. This is the 100th episode of She and I Podcast. That's the hand clap. for us right now. That's one of these. And one of these. Give it to me both ways. We are so excited that we were able to stay steady and stay 10 toes down for 100 weeks in a row. 100 weeks in a row. So, because this is such a special occasion. Yes, it is. A momentous moment in our podcast career. Yes, it is. Uh, we were asked to do a QA. and a And... Um, Great idea, we, by the way. Um, Hell of an idea. I said, okay, we'll do a Q&A if we get enough questions. So I think we have enough. We This this episode will be a bit different uh, than the ones before because it's strictly a Q&A. So this is, I guess, more of a give back episode um, since yeah. y'all have been listening to us. So if there, if there was something that you've just really been wanting to know, mm-hmm. uh, this is going to be the episode where we answer And I'll be honest questions. with you guys. Some of you guys sent very in-depth questions, and we will probably get into the questions a little more on um, later episodes. But for right now, man, the questions that you did send were great. Um, it's New Year's Eve. We hope you guys can listen to our voices while you're pre-gaming. Uh, man, shit, cut us on in the background. Let us be the soundtrack of your New Year. Man, when you put on that old velour suit and getting ready to step out, let she and I be the podcast that you listen to before you get ready. All right? So, um, without further ado, are we going to get into it? Any? I don't. So, we both have sets of questions. So, yeah. do you want, we, we'll just go back and forth. Let's go back and How forth. About and, that? and then, the thing uh, about it is, we didn't even discuss these questions. We did it prior to coming on the mic. Um, so we're just answering off the rip right now. Just going off, off, off the rip. So, like I said, I mean, y'all enjoy New Year's Eve, have a safe and enjoyable holiday don't drink and drive get an uber i don't want to see any of you guys in class come three months from now and man let's have a good night let's have a good time and let's do this the real way during the week we got deep chill let's talk on the podcast yes sir india kick it off all right so i'm I'm going to try to go in order just so that I, I don't get thrown off because um, there there are a lot of questions. Uh, the first question is, do you have any marriage counselor recommendations? Um, shoot, I do, but I don't have that question uh, prepared. So I'm going to reach out to this person um, 
I'm gonna send this person a message because I, okay. I do I have a list. Um as far as like Nashville resources, uh, there's a website called Readiness Counseling. Yep. Um, and they do a lot of counseling um, related to like childbirth and stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. But they do have counselors on there that do do marital counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, so you may want to check into that. I know that I didn't use them for us because. Um, of the cost and um, when trying to cut costs uh, we were just trying to find something one a little cheaper and they didn't take our insurance um, mm. but readiness counseling is one to look into um, darn I'm trying to think also what I look for in the counselor is someone who looks like us come on now and so a lot of times come on now. I will go on to I believe the website is uh, psychology I think it's psychology.com. Really? Or something like that. Yeah. There was another um, site um, that I found out about. It was like Black Girls Need Therapy or Black Girls Do Therapy or something uh-huh. like that. Um, there was another one. I got to find that one in my phone as well. This is why we should have read these questions <laughs> no, <laughs> prior but, to coming on the mic. No, but, I do have. Shoot. Anyway, you can get back and let her know, but it was one like. Black girl counseling or something like that. And it seemed like a pretty reputable site. Um, I heard about it while listening to the Brilliant Idiots podcast. And Charlemagne was talking about his favorite subject, mental health. And he kind of broke down different avenues and different ways to find different therapists. All right. So I found it. Yeah. This is what I was really looking for. What? Go to openpathcollective.org. Say it again. Openpathcollective.org. Okay. Uh, you can go on there, put in your zip code, and um, you'll find different therapists. You can see their pictures. Um, and what's good about Open Path is Open Path makes therapy affordable. Mm. Um, when I was looking at readiness, I, most of the therapists were between like 150 and 200 a session, which okay. is like an hour session. But um, with Open Path, it's significantly cheaper. So you pay like a membership price to like be Netflix. on, yeah, to be on Open Path. But most of the therapists on there are okay. between probably like twenty five, thirty dollars, and fifty dollars. Okay, so that's significantly cheaper. Um, so I definitely recommend Open Path. Open Path. Matter of fact. Open the path and find your way to a great counselor. They need me to come help them do their... You heard that flowed? That flowed so well. I'm ready to get on that Hennessy tonight. What? Give me a bottle. Stick to the script. I got excited. I apologize. Your question. My question says, it reads from one of our good friends. Have you all ever considered vlogging? Now, this is a question that I will tackle first. It's funny that we got this question as one of the first questions. We have now determined that the visual with the audio sits a lot better. It plays a lot better for us um, as far as the podcast goes. For So for the first step, I would like to record every episode of the podcast um, with a visual experience. Now, I will tell you where I got that from. I got that from 
the Joe Budden podcast, the JBP. Um, and it's okay to find podcasts that you like and you have an affinity for and to want to be like them in one, in one form or fashion. But I get inspired by these podcasts because when I see them, well, I'm sorry, when I listen to them and then when I go back and look at the video, it gives you a different sense of where they are. Now, to answer the exact question about vlogging, have we considered vlogging? Yes, we have considered vlogging, but India also enjoys her privacy as well. <laughs> and if you know India, she wants to keep the dishes in the sink. And if you know me, I am not going to vlog with dishes in the sink. So we Whatever. have to find Whatever. a happy medium. But as soon as we got this question, I had sent India a um an Instagram post of a camera that I would like to try out. The camera is pretty costly, um, but I want to try it out. So I might try to invest in that after we get done doing all of the podcast um classes and seminars that we have lined up i feel for like Q1. um i don't watch enough vlogs but apparently there are a lot of people who do watch vlogs yeah so i don't even know what that would look like for us um so i feel like i need to do a little more research i mean granny i know people are investing in other people's lives yeah and it's dope um, like right now so, you guys are invested in our lives because you listen so I feel like the visual along with the audio will give you just a holistic experience of what we do, how we manage um, so from a we'll, podcast standpoint, especially. We'll say uh, we're going to try vlogging in the second quarter because for we sure. do have a YouTube channel for sure. and we need more content to upload to that channel. But for now, I think we're going to try to start posting short videos on our, on our Instagram and Facebook right. pages uh, for now sure. until we get like a better grip on vlogging and what we want that part of our content to look like. Yeah, I just don't know enough about it to say yes or no, but I do know for sure Q1, you will begin to see more clips of India and I recording the podcast, the video portion of the podcast. And while I'm here, I have to say thank you to my brother, um, our brother, Josh, and Modern Innova Innovations Productions for always believing in what we're doing and being there to make quality, high quality film production. He is the director of the show when it comes to everything um, She and I Live. So give it up to Josh one time. So yeah, vlogging, it's in Q2. India, your question, please. Um, do you want any more kids? Oh, all right, uh, you guys, this, this has been real. This has been fun. <laughs> now I'm just bullshitting. We well, got this question a lot. A I love Blake. Um, I want one more. I love Blake, man. I tell y'all what, the apple of my eye. He is the seed of my need. He is the. She's everything, and I am everything to he. That's all I got. It make no sense. Don't worry um, about it. You'll get it later on. I do want one more kid, just not right now. Um, I feel like we're in a space of growth right now. We are in a space of growth. Um, Come on, India. Talk to and him. I do feel like after I had Blake, it, it slowed us down a bit. Okay. Um, That's honest of you. Look at you. And I'm not ready to slow down again. So. Ooh. Maybe I like the way I'll, you're talking. No diggity, no doubt. I'll I'll 
probably revisit the thought when Blake gets closer to three. Oh, I like give a round of applause for India. <laughs> I like that. Um, now, all things considered, I love Blake with all of my heart and soul, like I just um, iterated in the beginning. But I wouldn't mind having another kid. Um, as long as India wants to have another child. I mean, I'm cool with Blake, but if India <laughs> wants to... <laughs> listen, if India wants to go ahead and bust this, India is the one that has to weather the storm. I have to do the heavy lifting afterwards, but for those nine months... Yeah, it's pregnancy not India, just was not fun for me. Yeah, it's not <laughs> India and India alone. Like, it's India... 85%. It's Barrett 15%. And my little 15 is all about India. You can do it. Do you need anything? Do you want a body pillow? Do you want some sweet tea? What do you need? What can I get you to make you comfortable? That was all I did. I didn't really do too much. India set up where with her legs on the stirrups, pushing with Lucretia. I didn't really do too much. <laughs> Shout out to Mimi. Um, so, with that being said, if India wants to have another baby, I'm game for it. Now, I will say this. My cap is two. I'm two and through. I did say I was one and done, but as time progresses, I'm happy with being two and through. I ain't having no more kids after two. <laughs> so, if you want another child after two, India, you need to find you old sugar daddy. Um, okay, no. <laughs> I'm just saying, putting it out there. All right. My turn, my question, and it says India specifically. I got mm -hmm. two questions back to back for you. So I'm, I'm going to give you a heads up on what one of them is, kind of tip you off. But India, how have you been adjusting to being an entrepreneur slash stay-at-home mom? Ooh. Uh, It's hard. It's a lot harder than what I thought it would be. Um. Obviously, I quit my job for multiple reasons. One, I wanted to spend more time with Blake. Two, my job was very draining, and I was um, a bit unhappy where I was. But the third part of that was that I really wanted to have more time to work on my business. Mm -hmm. And, you know, being home with a kid, makes that very difficult. And so it's a lot more difficult than what I thought it would be. And then the money aspect, it was a lot easier <laughs> when I was working because mm -hmm. I had a lot more money. Come on now. Uh, to pour into my business. And right now I just don't have that. So it's it's going a bit slower than I would like it to be. Um, but I'm not in a place where I'm ready to give up on it. There you go. Uh, so... Right now, I'm just I'm just figuring it out. It is hard. There you go. <laughs> it's definitely difficult. But I like how you kept it real with everybody and said that a lot of people would have shied away from that and said, hey, it's been going amazing. Things have been going smooth. I'm getting through it. But you tackled that question with the honesty that people like about oh, our no. podcast. It's, it's just, it just kept like, I was, I mean, as far as like the money aspect, I was, I felt like I was making pretty decent money with my business. You know, like shortly after I quit my job, I did three pop-up shops uh, this summer. And God, I girl, hold on, hold on. You have to big up yourself. Yeah, yeah. That's huge. You did all that. Did the pop-up shop, opened up the store. You blogged a little bit here and there. But you did all of that while having a son. Yeah. A lot of people can't do one thing and have a kid. You know what I mean? They can't walk and chew gum at the same time, but you achieved a lot. Yeah, very true. But it's, it's just very up and down. So, like, I have 
you know, a month where I, I make, if I can make like a couple thousand and then literally the next month I can make like zero. $50. Oh, my bad. 50. Or, or zero. You. you know what I'm saying? I didn't mean to play you like that. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. And so it's, it's really hard to sustain when you don't have that consistency. Right. So, um... Figuring everything Luckily, out. Luckily, I'm going to say, look, what I am, you know, blessed with is a husband <laughs> who works. Next time, ask me that question. Say, Barry, <laughs> have you been adjusting to India being a stay at home? All right, I digress. India, your turn, your question, you're up. Uh, that best, was a good question, though. Best advice for learning to share space with your soon to be <laughs> husband or wife? That's a good question. Oh, give yourself a lot of grace. And have a lot of patience. That's a good question. Um, and th- my personal advice, I always tell people uh, not to move in with somebody before you absolutely have to. Um, because you you have to know that you, you're just two completely different people. I was about to say that. Um, that was my and advice. you're used to living, both of you are used to living in a certain way. And the ways in which you live may not always align together. Um. So I would just say have a lot of patience. And there will be things that will irritate the crap out of you. Mm. Um, But it's nothing that you can't get past. You just have to be understanding. Like, uh, I'm trying to think of something that just really used to irritate me when we first moved in together. (laughs) I can tell you something that irritates me. I said this at the live show. Like, you shaving. You know, you leave your your hair in the sink. For sure. That, sure. Like that used to grind my gears. And All when right. we first moved in together, um, we didn't use the same bathroom. We did not. And I think <laughs> we visit that right now. And that's what I was going to say. So my advice would be um, sacrifice. That was the biggest advice I always told people whenever they would add, whenever the homies would ask me, what's the main advice you can give us about marriage? I tell them all the time, man, if you are too selfish to sacrifice some of your um, some of your everyday things that you would do, then you probably don't need to be married right now. You probably need to wait. Yeah. So in that situation, when you're going into it about to cohabitate with another person, you guys have to remember that you are completely different people beforehand. And when you move in, you are still those completely different people. The way you do stuff, the way you maneuver, the way you um, talk, the way you put things up, still going to be different. Those things will not change. The only thing that will change is needs to be your mindset. You have to be willing to communicate and sacrifice some of the things that you used to like and you used to do with the other. Listen, I gave up a whole bathroom. You know why I gave up a whole bathroom? Because I knew the vibes. Right now in our house, I'm thankful we have that. What's this thing called? Jack and Jill. Yeah. Ooh, we got old Jack and Jill sink. But the sink has turned into a Jill sink. Ain't no Jack nowhere to be found. If I want a Jack, I have to go out to my car and pop the trunk. It's the only Jack I can find. So with that being said, even if you have a Jack and Jill sink, fellas, makeup will still be covering the entire vanity of the sink. It's amazing <laughs> how women can come into a space, a bathroom, uh, and complain about not, the lighting no, th- and no, tell this how they need all the light in the bathroom. Barry, 
This no, this question is for. I know, but let me get down. Okay, we don't need to hear you complaining about the bathroom sink. That's that's exactly what you're doing. I respect that women take their time to put on their makeup and they want the perfect lighting to do so. I know the vibes, but there is a way to do so, all right? But with that being said, uh, for the fellas, we just gotta, we just have to be, I guess, more understanding that women take more time and they need more preparation than we do to get ready. I know that now. Um, it's taken me a while to get there. Even now, I still get mad because sometimes I think India takes it to another level and you get real excessive about getting ready, like your eyebrows and everything else. But I appreciate Barry, it when you start looking Barry. good. So what I'm trying to say is... You're being annoying. You're annoying me right now. What I'm trying to say is you have to be willing to sacrifice space and be willing to share um, things that you wouldn't normally have to share even at the convenience of yourself. That's all I was trying to say, India. You were still annoying me. You didn't you have to, tell but you didn't have to say I didn't to make your point. You have to you, tell no, a story. No, we didn't need this story. We got a million other questions. We do. Let me get to them. about the damn bathroom sink. My turn, India. This what? is a question specifically for you, and I gave you time because I pointed at the paper like five times now. <sighs> India, what is your favorite episode of She and I podcast? I know why this. I know why this <laughs> person specifically didn't ask me because you know what I'm going to say. Every episode is my favorite. But India, what's your uh, favorite? That's that's a very difficult question. I mean, favorite out of one hundred, yeah, out of episodes. I mean, can't even think <laughs> back to year one episodes at this point. I'm gonna sound so like, cliche. What? I'm gonna say my favorite episode. Um, I have a I have favorites for different well, things. It doesn't matter. She didn't ask you. And she didn't. Go ahead. <laughs> she right. Um, I mean, if I. I have to think about like most recently and like hands down uh, top five for sure is the episode that we did with Jasmine and Alex. Yep. Um, I really liked I liked uh, the episodes that we did after I had Blake. Yep. Um, only because I like to hear how much I've changed because I, I felt like I was in like a really like tough space then. You were in a dark, so, twisted fantasy. If you are still listening, even because I felt like I wasn't, uh, I definitely felt like I wasn't giving out enough mm. for people to still be listening mm. <laughs> like during that, that time. But at the same time, I didn't want to record then either. You did not. You were adamant about, oh, I do a damn podcast. Yeah. But now look at you. Ten so, toes down. Ready to pod. Going to Memphis soon. Look at you. India, you're up next. Oh, uh. Look at that. Oh, my gosh. My phone locked. <laughs> well, while you do that, oh, okay. I, I can, can I tell? I just want to tell them my favorite episode will be the first one. Um, overruled. I always say that because that first episode was basically me convincing India that we should do this. And from that episode, um, I think we did such a good job. Um, the very episode number one. We did such a good job. This was before the sound effects or anything. It was just me and India. No, baby, you were pregnant. And uh, we got on the mic and you didn't know any I, You didn't know any topics. It mm-hmm. was just, here we go. Let's crack the mics and let's go. Oh, yeah. It was none of that then. It's nothing. Yeah, it was no. just me. Hmm, okay. Next question. Uh, how do you budget to travel? Oh, good question. 
<laughs> can I? So what we used to do, I'll be honest with you guys. Like we had every a travel time account. we do, we had a travel account, and every time we would get paid, or any time we would get a little bit of extra money, um, we would put that money um, in our travel account. We always had the um, idea and the plan. That every time we got paid, we would put two hundred dollars in the travel account. That was just so that us. was us. That was each. Um, a piece, right? So, so, each, was, so each month we have four hundred dollars going into the travel account. More than that, every time, every time we got paid, we put two hundred. Or was it? No, just it me? wasn't two hundred. It was a hundred. We put a hundred each. Okay. Into the account, <clears throat> and we probably started doing that like maybe uh, six months before we went on our trip. Mm-hmm. And like, say for instance, we booked the trip, and we had probably already paid for flights and hotels and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. When people go on trips is when you realize that you come back and you're like, oh, I feel broke because I spent so much money on the trip. I was mega balling. So we started doing that um, just to have spending money right. on the account. So we didn't feel like we were dipping into, you know, money for bills or anything like that while we were on our trip. Mm-hmm. So that's what we did. We $400 a month went into the account. In, right. In the account. We and we didn't stop that, that either. You said six months. I don't think we stopped it. Even before, we did that year round. It just went six months before. I did a year round. I was, I continued to put the money in our joint travel account year round to make sure that when it was time for any travel, like Indy said, booking expense, booking expenses, um, we got two places to eat. Um, car rental expenses yeah. it was easier to do when we had that money in the joint accounts so i feel like if you ha- if you can the thing about you gotta look gotta look at some people let me let, let me let me break it down to you real fast if you think about it if you stop going out to eat so much during lunch yes you will save so much yes. damn money it sounds fickle and it sounds like the smallest thing to do but if you stop spending money every day on that um smoothie king or going out to eat on that chick-fil-a um every day in the morning i love chick-fil-a but there's no damn way i'm going to eat that every day unless you different. can save that money and put that to your joint travel account well and even if like say for instance you and your spouse can't commit that much money right like you can't do a hundred dollars per paycheck yep. even shorten it if you do fifty dollars you 50 still end bucks. up with two hundred an extra two hundred dollars a month you spend fifty dollars in the club like say for instance even out. if you start that at the top of the year and you did, you start doing that for a trip that you want to take next year yeah. that's at least probably going to cover your flights it sure which will. is a good chunk of usually the flights in the hotel is the most expensive part of the right. trip when you get to where you're going, you can pretty much budget everything else. And any like leftover food, money, too. And I, I do always recommend, especially people with kids, like, take family vacations. Like, try to at least even, like, get a small one in. So when my family and I, growing up, we started going on trips. And this is how I, I started knowing how to, like, <laughs> save money on trips because it was three of us, three siblings, that's an expensive family vacation. When you get into the multiples, it's very expensive. And so uh, we would do Florida trips. And we even started off doing trips in like uh, what long, what is the Orange Beach in Alabama? Mm-hmm. That was like one of our first trips. We drove. There's nothing wrong with a road trip if you can't afford plane tickets. Um, and my mom packed our lunches everywhere we went. 
We we always booked the hotel where we could eat breakfast at the hotel. And then for lunch, my mom always went to the grocery store. We had a cooler with ice in it. Right. And she bought sandwich meat. Um, we made sandwiches in the car, uh, cookies, <laughs> Capri Suns, and, you know and chips. There's nothing wrong with that. And then we did that every day for lunch on our family vacations. And then we just went out for dinner. That's a good idea, but <laughs> now, but now, you know we got to do it for the gram. And people love getting that in the clouds, booking flights, not catching you, feelings. You, you know, no, no, like no. people love that caption. You, you catching flights. I'm sorry, you not can't catching be, feelings. You can't be worried about the gram. Exactly. Like, so 2020, just get there. And like I said, shit. If I could drive to LA, I would right now. People go on these trips and you know come back broke. That's the thing. You want to be able to enjoy life and enjoy these. Vacation and live in the moment. Um, live in the without moment. it making you broke for sure. <laughs> so, I think even if you don't set up like a, a separate account for your travel, even if you want to do it old school, money in the drawer or shoebox way, come on now, like just make sure you shout out to low, you can agree to set your money, some money aside, right on, you know, specifically for trips because you, if you don't, you're not going to take them. Yep. There it is. Like, there if you is. decide right now that you want to go on a trip in June, start setting money aside. Put money to the side. Right I know it might hurt. Because when April comes, if you haven't saved the money, you're not going to go. Because you're going to be like, I don't have it. Put money to the side now. I know it might seem like it can hurt a little bit, but it probably won't. Just put it to the side and just cut back on other things that you enjoy doing. Like I said earlier, if you got to stop eating out so much, stop eating out a little bit to be able to put that money to the side. And any extra money, like I mentioned, that you have and you can't afford to put to your travel expenses, put that money up. But you have to be disciplined. You can't start to tap into that money because um a nice pair of shoes come out. You can't start to dip into it like a dip in a chip. All right. So my turn. Here we go. Dating age gap. Five years, 10 years. What do y'all think? Ha ha ha. Dating age gap. What, what's a good dating age gap? Is five years too long? What about 10? It's 10 years too long now. I, uh, was... I, th- I thought you were asking me a question. You keep going on and on. I'm just trying to figure out when. Go ahead. You so looking I... at me like I'm interrupting you. So go. So I will say five years, 10 years. India and I, we have an age gap of four years. So what's that? Four and a half. We closer to five. Four and a half. Closer to five. I think she's older than me. So, you know, she robbed Crater. Uh, but anyway... It depends on the age of the age gap, if that makes sense. Now, I do think when you get to the eight-year mark, you're pushing it a little bit. And the reason why I say that is because if somebody is, let's say, 26, and then they date a person that is, what, was was, was, was 34? Eh, that sounds bad in the grand scheme of things. But it's, it's not really bad because those two people are adults and they are consenting adults. Now, it gets a little bit weird if somebody is, let's say, 35 and they're dating or they want to date a 25-year-old. But I think it's more acceptable for a person that's 35 to date a 45-year-old. 
You get what I'm saying? I was I was gonna say it. At the, it it depends on, um, I guess, where you are in age and in exactly. life. Because if I'm if I'm 26, I'm probably gonna feel a little uncomfortable dating somebody 38. It's 12 years. Um, but I also think it's a maturity thing. Okay. If you're on the same maturity le- level, then I think it's okay. I don't think there's any wrong with it. I just think that, you know, the maturity has to be there. Uh, if you're 38 and you decide to date somebody that's 52, yep. that's that's okay. Um, I don't think there's that's like a set fine. number. Like, you shouldn't date anybody that's over five years older than you. I agree I think with that. It, I think it depends on how well... You know, you get along with that person, you know, how y'all are vibing. Okay. And as long as, you know, one of the other doesn't think uh, maturity is an issue, mm-hmm. then I think it's okay. Now, granted, if if, if you're under 21 and Come you're trying to now. date somebody Come older, Stop it. I, I feel like you should at least be of legal drinking age <laughs> before yes. you decide to date somebody that's like significantly older than you. Because an 18 and a 25 year old dating, how you feel about it? <laughs> See what I mean? Yeah, that's a little. This but... why I say it depends on. And let me tell you why I say that too. I feel like if you're 18, well, I'm going to break it down even further. If you're between the ages of 18 and I'm going to say 20, I said 26, 27, 18, 18 to 27. I feel like you have time to date and find people to date, go on trips, meet people. I feel like you have time to get out and get out there. I'm not trying to sound like an ageist right now, but when you hit those yonder years of like your 35s to you know, the back half of that, then it starts to become like, I like who likes me, you know? And if a 52-year-old person likes me and they look good and they look, um, and they, and they treat me right and they act, they act mature, then I don't have a problem with a 38-year-old person, a 35-year-old person dating a 48-year-old person. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and that's why I said I feel like you should wait until you're at least of like, Legal drinking age yeah. because sometimes it was a little awkward for me because I was nineteen and you were twenty three. You in the club? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. They, they kind of sucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout, uh, shout to Shayla. Yeah, you Shayla ID. Y'all look nothing alike. But shout I did. To Shayla. I did sneaking um, you in the club. You know what I'm saying? Because I had connections. Yeah, and then it was like some places I wanted to go with you that I couldn't, couldn't go, go to because I wasn't twenty one. <laughs> you making me sound filthy right now. Don't say that. <laughs> I had consent, you guys. I had consent, all right? So age gap for us, um, I don't think there is one. We don't have an age gap. I no. say go for it unless you are between 18 and 27 because you have time to go out and meet people and find people to date. Yeah. After that, do your thing. Okay. Next question. Have y'all thought about doing a rooftop live, weather slash season permitting, of course? Heck yeah. Uh, I think that would be a dope vibe. I like um, that. It's a little bit risky just, just because, sound. you know, sound, quality yep. on the roof and uh, weather. You don't know what to expect sound. because we've we've done some uh, rooftop situations before. Yes, we have. That were absolutely beautiful. Got rained out. Yep. Um, so it's a little bit risky, but I think that would be such a vibe for if like a it, you know a, um like a late summer 
night type of deal. I like the late summer night. Now, not late summer, but at night, summer nights. Yeah. The summer night series. Yeah. We'll, we'll keep that, you know, we'll, we'll keep that on the radar. Hey, see you in June. Make sure you're there. So. We're doing it. In June, I just said it out loud. I'm doing a rooftop live show. The, my biggest thing is to make sure that the sound quality for you guys is all right. Because what I don't want to happen is I don't want you guys to come hear the live show and the sound is distorted or you can't hear us speak and it gets too hot and then you guys are not vibing and not rocking with the show. So by all means, if the weather and the sound quality can be up to par, we're doing a rooftop this summer. Check us out. Yeah. All right. What's next? India, Barrett, what was the most difficult conversation that you guys had with one another? Hmm. You go first, India. Or do you want me to go? I think the most difficult conversation that we had with one another, this is my perspective. Uh, and it wasn't difficult. It was kind of, uh, it was new. I will say that it wasn't just the toughest thing to have with one another, but it was after a podcast. <laughs> it's funny how a lot of conversations happen after the show. Um, we had to sit down. We talked about finances with Marcus and Jamari. Yeah. And then we talked about our personal finances after the show. And they were giving us advice on how we should manage the finances. Great advice. Great conversations. But from my standpoint, because everything was so new between you and I and being in that space. And they had already done it for a period of time. It was difficult for me to understand exactly where they were coming from. Um, now I get it. Like looking back on it, I understand exactly where they were coming from. When I actually told you that I'm going to kind of implement what they suggested us to do in the first place. So looking back on it, um, great advice. And that's yeah. why Marcus and Jamari are um, um, both. Well, Marcus is the financial advisor and they do manage money great and they work well together um so with that being said i will um say that was a difficult conversation for me to have i guess among our peers and for us to open up about where we were what we wanted to achieve financially by you being a stay-at-home mom yeah so i mean basically the it we we were advised to restructure our our finances and we had uh come accustomed to doing it one way for so long but when I started staying at home that way was no longer working mm. um so yeah that, I guess that was a, a bit of a hard conversation that was um, tough for me man I was I'm trying to think for myself I think another hard conversation that we've had to have before um was a conversation that you had with me. Uh, you are very goal-oriented. Um, and I think I was expressing to you my frustrations about, like, where I was in, like, my career. And in a nutshell, well, you mm, basically called me lazy. Yeah, I remember um, that. And... It's, it's hard to hear the truth from someone you love, but that's who you should be getting the truth from. Mm -hmm. and, and then if the person that you're uh, married to isn't telling you the truth, then you should be rethinking that relationship. 
That's true. Um, but it, but it kind of like brought me back into focus with my goals. Tough conversation. I remember that one. That was a tough one. It may have been yeah, top two, two tough conversations that we had. But that that was yeah, that was pretty tough times. India, it's your turn. My next. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> well, because I'm not holding my phone because I don't want my uh, battery to go dead. Um. How do you compare your transition from being a working mom, nine to five, to a stay-at-home mom? <sighs> People like hearing you talk about stay-at-home mothership. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, how do I compare the two? Completely different, but a lot of similarities. Um, <laughs> I complained a lot about me being so tired when I was working my nine to five. Um, and I was. Uh, I worked, I was dealing with a 45 minute to a one hour commute both ways, traveling with a baby. Yes. Uh, every day. Uh, wasn't very pleasant. No. <laughs> um, when I came home every day and it was just, it was difficult for the house as a whole. Yes. Now I am still tired. <laughs> you are. Every day. <laughs> But in a different way, <laughs> uh, just just worn out, you know, just from, you know, chasing Blake all day, every day. And he doesn't want to nap these days. And so it's it's like I'm on the clock 24-7 and I don't really get a break. Um, but I also think that that's kind of where that difficult conversation stemmed from. Yep. Um, because way to bring it back I together. also I felt like I was more motivated. When I was working my nine to five, mm-hmm. um, I as far as like agree. my personal business ventures, uh, because I wanted out so bad. Yep. Yep. Um, then I got out got and I, yeah, you got out. Yeah. And got then what you I, want, I just kind of started chilling. And so it was hard to, uh, get back in focus. Um, no, yeah, going back to that conversation, that was tough. I want to talk about that on a, on, on a whole episode. So that's, I'm going to table that one for a little while because that deserves an entire episode on how to have those tough conversations like that. Well, and then um, it was it's, it was also hard for me to get a routine together. Yeah. Because uh, as a stay-at-home mom, it's easy to kind of just, you know, lounge around the house all day. Mm-hmm. Um, Take naps. But. Nap queen. I don't take no damn naps. I'm just saying. You got more naps in the back of your head than you got on the couch. Are you done? Go ahead. I wish I could take naps. Blake don't sleep long enough for me to take a nap. Um, But, well, I've already made up my mind that we're not going to get through. We have a lot of questions, so I think we're going to have to do a part two on this. No, we answer these Um, questions. Let's do it. I'm up. Be love. What does the sh- I, I like when I get my own personal question? Thank thank y'all for that. <laughs> this is my favorite question of them all too, because I'm gonna talk. Um, I got so much to say, but I'll say it quickly. Be love. What does the she and I brand look like within the next five years? So first and foremost, um, we mentioned this earlier. We're going to video the she and I brand. I am trying to take this to a network. Um, the network. Uh, uh, 
But I'm trying to go the independent route. I would love for a network to pick it up. But first, I know we have to put in the work. So this year, 2020, is all about us putting in the work to take the She and I brand from the mic to the screen. That's why I love doing the She and I live shows so much because we do record those and we put those out. And when I'm on stage, um, when we're on stage together, it brings us into another element. I feel like when India is on stage with me, I get real excited and I just do a whole lot on stage. So I want people to see that and I want to take that to the next level as far as doing, doing more live shows doing larger venues, going on a She and I podcast live tour. I want to do that this year. Um, as far as the next five years go, five years would have it within that five-year span. I do see us having a um, having a digital TV slot somewhere, digital, not TV, but a digital show um, out on a consistent basis that stems from the She and I podcast. Um, I do see us also embarking in our own separate um our own separate avenues from the podcast itself um whether it be from you styling or me hosting and doing all type of comedy bits and all this type of stuff i do feel like that that's going to come from the podcast itself but the main source is continuing to grow the podcast i want us to be able to rely on the podcast as a full-time means to an end but we will always need the help of you guys so as long as you guys are listening we will keep cooking we plan on continuing to learn going out getting big name guests to appear on the podcast that's a that's an immediate goal that we're focused on um in the present time right now to bring you guests that you may know of and may like celebrity guests that you want to hear talk to india and myself about relationships so that, that's the goal. Five years, we have a digital show. Um, we have an exclusive podcast deal with a DSP. And we are also moving in um, joint but separate directions as far as the other things we want to do outside of podcasting. There we go. Five-year plan. I said it. I don't have to chime in because we just talked about this yesterday. Follow through. <laughs> <laughs> We had a conversation about this at the um, brunch table. Yeah. Uh, what goals, if any, do you two have for in your marriage in 2020? Oh. Um, I think that we still have a bit of work to do on communicating. Uh, even though we're getting better, I, I think we still have a lot more of that to do. I would like to uh, continue praying. Yeah, together. I gotta pray. I want to uh, make that more of a of a regular thing in our relationship. Um, I think that's it. Let's continue communicating to pray. more. I like the. Prayer. I said communicating. Yeah, you did. You said communicate. You said prayer. I think those are great. Yeah, I think those are great. All right, so. What we'll do, we'll do three more picks. It's six. I think we'll cap it off. I know you probably have a bunch of them. Right? I do. All right. We'll try to cap it off at these six, and then we'll do a part two. Is that cool with you? Okay. Or we can try to continue on. I'm, I love the pod. Let's continue on. Come on. All right. Let's knock it out. So what's on your couple's bucket list? Non-sexual. Mm. Get your mind out of the gutter. Non-sexual. Okay. Oh, uh, you're ready to talk about I want to do a sleigh ride with some whipped cream on my forehead with wake me up tattooed on my back. Anyways, travel. Um, 
There are so many places I want to go. Okay. Um, just all over the world. Okay. <laughs> so I guess my couple's bucket list would be, this is a goal and a bucket list thing. I would love, love, love to be on a relationship panel um, talking about different relationship things with other um, influencers and tastemakers in our same like vein right now. You yeah. know what I mean? So I keep um, having like an image in my head of us, of us just speaking in front of big crowds. Right. So that's so, that's on my bucket list. I, I would like to do a a relationship panel with other couples where we all sit down and talk with one another about relationship <laughs> topics, but in a funny and informational way. I don't want it to be too serious because I'm not the serious guy. We know. Um, I do want it to be funny and entertaining. So yeah, I, I, I would like to do something like that this year. Go to Essence Fest and do that. But also oh, travel as so well. Dope. I want to go to Ibiza with you and get nude. All right. <laughs> Your turn. Uh, if God forbid you ended up single, would you get Ooh. married again? Um, I think I would. Nothing wrong with that. You're young. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, how? <laughs> My birthday's next week. I'll be 29. Give up, India. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy <laughs> birthday. All right. So, uh, yeah, I, I would remarry again. It, it depends. Like if something happened like later on in life, I don't know. Um, I think it, I think that's one of those things where you won't really know until you're in yeah. that situation. But I, I would like to say that I would. Like I wouldn't be opposed yeah. to marrying again. I like stability. Um, so with that being said, do I want to be married again? All right, probably but you definitely not. date again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably not married, but it, you know what I say probably not, but I don't know. It depends because it like to India's point, it depends on what happens, how long it happens, like where what what point I am in my life. Um podcast blows up, boom, for some whatever reason, things go awry, we separate. Um at that level that I'm gonna be at, probably not, I'll be honest with you, probably not. Um I, but I do want to live my life like Diddy. You know what I mean? I want to oh. have like I want to okay. have like a Diddy situation, and it's nothing wrong with that. You know, I want to have. I don't think that a blended. Fa- I don't even this? think Diddy wants a Diddy situation. Why not? I Kim feel was like, his rock. I feel she like he wishes regard. he would have married her. All right, but listen, he didn't. You know, just neither here nor there. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I don't mind having a situation sort of like that. I, you know, so a long term girlfriend, a long term girlfriend, living yeah, girlfriend. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. not signing up for that. <laughs> but I guess I would get married again. <laughs> <laughs> I think I will. All right, it's on me. Let's do it. After a huge breakup, huge breakup. Do you un- unfollow? I'm sorry, everyone associated with your ex after a huge breakup um it depends on how long me and the person were together but if the breakup was huge um like i yeah 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 yeah. i i am because and the the reason why uh yeah and the reason why because i don't want them posting that person and me seeing that person on their um instagram and me like revisiting thoughts in my head about mm, that person. Okay. If I'm trying to give myself some space from 
my the person I just broke up with, my ex, then I need to unfollow that person for my mental health. Yeah. Not for not because I hold a grudge against you or your best. I might love your best friend, but I know you, my ex, and the best friend will continue to live life. We'll continue to go out, have a good time, and I will continue to see your Instagram story pop up on my feed. I'm going to click on it and see you. It's going to bring back painful memories that I just can't cope with right now. I can honestly say right now that there isn't anybody that I follow on social media that posts my ex, that any of my exes. Um, And if they do, it's not... Very often, like, yeah. uh, like I think someone passed away and I saw my ex in one of their photos, right? It was like a group picture or something like that, right? You know, or but other than that, like, there's there's nothing that I'm constantly seeing on my yep. social media that reminds me of any of my exes. <laughs> it also depends on how close you guys were with the friends, how close you were with the friends as well, yeah. Um, Taking it personal now, me and my ex friends were tight. You know what I mean? Um, and when things went left, <laughs> we don't follow each other on Instagram. Um, so I still like those people too to this day. Now my ex in you, the other people, the friends, think they're good people, think all of them are dope. Um, nothing against them. It just got to the point where I was living a certain type of lifestyle that they didn't agree with. And um <laughs> If they didn't agree with you with another woman, yeah, they didn't agree here, with. Yeah. India didn't agree with the lifestyle. Um, she, my ex, didn't agree with the life. Nobody agreed with the lifestyle that I was living. So um, at that point, everybody we unfollowed each other. Shit, India unfollowed me a few times as well on Twitter back in the day, and you know, on Facebook unfriended me and everything. But I, I say all that to say. Give yourself time to heal, at least. And then once you make it past the healing phase, there's nothing wrong with going back to refollow that person. But the thing about it is out of sight, out of mind. You probably yeah. don't even want to refollow that person once you've unfollowed them in the beginning. Yeah. You may have done yourself a favor by letting it go like Elsa on Frozen. You know, I knew it did. You a sick joke. Oh, oh Frozen <laughs> on Elsa. So, yeah, unfollow. Anyways, moving on. Um, there was a shift around the time when you cut your hair. What happened? Did you let go of some stuff? Was it more of a balance with Elsa. Blake getting older and more independent, more you time? Um, there was a shift and I felt like around the time that I cut my hair, I was really struggling with like, uh, self-identity. And I felt like after having Blake, I was just so consumed with him that I was losing myself. And it was, I just, I wore my hair short for a very long time. And I didn't start growing it back out until, well, I probably initially started growing my hair back out for real, for real. Like maybe a year after I got married. Or a year or so after I got married. And, um... I felt like when my hair was short, that's when I was my truest self. Mm. So I'm like, and granted, when I cut my hair back then, I was going through a change too. But um, like my short hair, my nose ring, like I I liked myself when I had those things. And so when I cut my hair this time, it was it was really me trying to feel like I had a control, control. over something in my life. Janet Jackson. 
And the one thing I do know that I have control over is my hair. So I cut it. And now you want a nose ring? And now you want a it's diamond not, uh, um, in your tooth? Well, I've always wanted a grill. Oh, uh, I do too. You got that from me. So? <laughs> I want slugs. All right, here we go. Uh, Another question from B-Love. Let's do it. How do you guys balance growing as a couple together and as people individually? Good damn question. We don't spend all our time together. We do not. That That's it. We don't spend all of our time together. And also, we both know that we have individual goals as well as a collective household goal. The main goal is to make the household be a sustainable, functioning household that will create um, nothing but peace, love, and happiness for years to come and um, success for our offspring. That's the main goal. Now, individual goals underneath that, we have to go out and figure that out on our own. Um, so we do have this main goal that we are focused on, which we see in our podcast and whatever else we have as far as like the Newsome household, but then we have our individual goals as people as well. And then to India's point, we do a good job of having our own friends. We do a good job of letting the other person go out with their friends. Um, if it's out of town, if it's around town, whatever the case may be, if we give enough notice to the other person, we are pretty lenient when it comes to us going out separately. Mm -hmm. um, so we're able to grow as a as a couple because we continue to push one another as far as like you said earlier, like pushing each other to the to the next level in our marriage and in our marriage business as well. Um, from that, we also allow one another to go out and explore different thoughts, individual thoughts with our friends and continue to sharpen our mind on an individual level when it comes to being around other people who don't think exactly like you and I think. Because when we go out here in the world, everybody doesn't think like she and I. Some no. people think like I and she, you know what I mean? <laughs> he and I, me and you. So we go out and give each other the space that we need to be free and be individuals and have personal growth and personal space. Yeah, it's important. I know there there are couples who feel like they have to be up under each other. Hell no, I don't like you like that. And that will eventually drive you crazy. Yes, it will. Um, so I go that back is. to it all the time. Give me my space. I'll I give you it. your space. I need it. I need it. Okay. Uh, why don't dirty dishes bother you? <laughs> That's a good damn question. Say that. I, I don't think you, I don't think the people hurt you. That, no, the question me, was, why don't dirty dishes bother you, India? It's not and that it dirty for me. dishes doesn't bother me. And I feel like you over-exaggerate the dirty dishes thing. <sighs> I never let the dishes sit in the, in the sink for days. What will happen is that I will cook, say, for instance, breakfast and lunch. And the dishes will sit in there and, like, Probably that night is when I decide to wash the dishes. Um, pretty much develop like an unspoken rule that we don't leave dishes in the sink overnight. Um, I think it's just when you come home from work, you don't like to see dishes in the sink. I, I, I think that's what, I think that's what it is. It's not like the dishes are sitting in the sink, like trifling, crusted up, 
three, four days at a time. Like, yeah, no, it's that's, like a that's not what happened. Period. <laughs> but like I say, if you use a dish, you wash the dish, there will be no dish. It's a simple mathematic equation. Now, granted, so, I genuinely don't like washing dishes. I wash dishes because we either. have to have clean dishes. But like food, like like a chewed up food left on a plate or you know like Fresh whatever it does it really does and so i'd rather just put it in the dishwasher <laughs> but my thing is you don't think that same stuff freaks me out too i just want the dishes to be done and for us to have fun use clean none there you go in that order. whatever in that order so i'm gonna answer this i got like three more questions but I will get to one more because I feel like this one is funny. And then we'll end it. And we, we can end it on yours if you, if you have another one. I know you got like a bunch of them, right? Yeah, I think I got one. Well, let's end it on my, on, on one one last one from me and one last question from you. And then I'll get to, tell, we'll get to the next one on the next episode. Let's do it. We'll so do, is, we'll do half up. and half next episode. So I'm wrapping up now? No, you. how many more questions did you say you, you, you wanted to do? I'm just going to ask one more question. Okay. You can and ask one, one more funny. and I'll ask one more. All right. So, how do I leave these scamming ass niggas alone and deal with a good, wholesome man? <laughs> what? And this from the homegirl, too. We love her to death. Uh, first of all, what you need to do is continue to travel. Because you travel so much and so often, I feel like it's only a matter of time before you leave these scammers alone and then find you a good guy, a good man. And I know you, I know somebody tried to talk to you on the last vacation. How did that turn out? I wonder. So you should probably stick with that guy. But, but, No. But. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, because he wasn't even she from this country. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no. Nah. Continue to meet people. Girl, you are a great person. So I know it's only a matter of time before you find somebody who is wholesome like B-Love. And I keep, hearing, I keep hearing that from so many women right now. Like, these men are a different breed. They these are. These men are trash. We um, are. But I don't feel like it should deter you from dating. What keep I do dating. think it should do is um, further clarify what you don't want in a man. Um, so that you don't have to continue to waste time with the men that are not for you and so you can recognize like early on that this ain't it and you know go ahead and cut them off early on versus wasting exactly. time exactly don't waste time as soon as you see those red flags you head for the hills do not sit and wait for any more signs you leave immediately so listen what you should do is come down here kick it with India and I and we'll show you some good guys Probably not. We have I'm a good time, though. Weed. We definitely going to have a good time. So pull up. Pull up. India. Last question. Uh, what of 2020. What traditional 19. roles of a wife and mom do you embrace? And what roles do you reject? Oh. Uh, there's not a lot of traditional roles. I feel like I accept. None. I, I feel like I go against the grain of a traditional yes. wife and mom role. Um, simply because I feel like when you, I feel like a lot of the traditional mom and wife goals are just very sexist and it's, Antiquated. it's like an, um, un, unwritten rule that because you're a woman, you should do these things. And I just 
don't believe in that. Um, okay. And I, I, I've never thought it to be fair. This is when I was working, right? I, I've never thought it to be fair for us to both leave the house at 7 in the morning to go to work, work our asses off all day. And then I have to come home and clean up or cook dinner and be, you know, be expected to do all the laundry and all of that stuff while you get to come home and um, chill, uh, decompress while you watch football. I don't feel like, you know, that's fair. Um, So that's why I said I've always, I feel like I've always been like that. I think you have too. I feel like... You've never forced me to be a traditional uh, or, you know, tried to force me to be a traditional wife or mom or complained about it either. I don't want no smoke. So I try to be out of the way. I'm not Smokey the Bear. I move out of the way. I let Indy do her own thing. Now, marriage is supposed to be a partnership. Of course. Some of the things that you, the question was, what things do you, um, what things do you agree with as far as being a traditional mother and a um, stay-at-home wife? I know one thing you don't agree with: washing the damn dishes. But I what think th- it's all. I think it's all wrong. Okay. Um. Granted, I think. Well, okay. So as far as us having a son, right. Me being a mom, I do believe that there are a lot of things that I will not be able to help Blake with. Okay. Um, so in a traditional aspect, I do believe that there will come, like right now he's still so little. Yep. So we're still in that like super nurturing phase. You know, he still wants mommy a lot. Um, but as he gets older, I feel like that'll be your time to really step in. There's just things that I feel a woman isn't or shouldn't be able to teach a man. Okay. Or a boy. Uh, if we are ever blessed with a daughter, I feel I feel the same way. Right. That I there are too. certain things that I will I should only be able to help her with. I will agree with that as well. But as far as like the responsibilities of the house, yeah, I feel like those are equally shared responsibilities. I agree. I agree. Um, I Sometimes. if we're talking about money i don't believe that the man is you know just supposed to be the bring you know, home 100 breadwinner it's nice that that's what you are right now um and that you about to get us raw you need to relax everybody know i'm not working <laughs> okay it's true so it's nice that that's what you are right now and that you are able to do that however um, I've never had a problem in the past when I was working paying for things. If you know you, you needed me to pay for those things, Thanks. like I said, it's a partnership. So it I don't is. feel like one person in the relationship should be solely responsible for any one thing at any given time. Nope, it is a partnership. If I need you to step in, like I usually cook, but if I need you to step in, I usually go out and buy. And that's okay. And there it is. <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> if I feel like I'm like breaking, like, you know, just having a hard time from stuff that I normally do, then I'll be like, Baron, I need some help. Oh, I got you. What do you want me to pick up on the way home from work? 
Simple as that, people. Yeah. So I, I would say, uh, as far as traditional roles, I, I pretty much reject all of them. <laughs> oh my god! Bell, yes, one. <laughs> the defiant one, India Marie. India. Before we end this episode of Question and Answer Part One, we have to give a congratulatory shout out to two of our good friends. Who mm-hmm. one has been on the show? Mm-hmm. Give it up for Camille and James. Yes. Congratulations on your engagement. Camille got engaged this past um, weekend, right? This past weekend? Yeah, for yes, sure. this past weekend. And uh, we just want to say we are definitely happy for you and we love the engagement. It was thought out. It was well planned. And I feel like that's how an engagement should go. So shout out to James, man, for being a great guy and making sure Camille had the engagement of a lifetime. So shout out to you guys. Wish you nothing but love and success. Amen, amen. Yes. Tell Tell the the people people where they they can can find you. (laughs) India.Marie on Instagram. uh, Shopindieboutique.com. That's on Instagram, too. You can find me at BLove1911 on all social platforms. You can also find me on the Red Bull or Bang doing my thing. And be sure to follow She and I Podcast on Instagram. Shoot us a message at She and I Podcast gmail.com. Slide in our DMs. Make sure to check out the YouTube video. Of She and I podcast, the live show number three. Go to YouTube. If you couldn't make it to the show, if you have friends that couldn't make it to the show, pass it around. Share it with as many people as you can. Please feel free to share that thing and let people know what we're doing here. And we will continue to do these live shows. So don't be um, down on yourself if you missed this one. And thank y'all for these questions. Y'all wrote in some really good questions. Y'all killed this question, man. we couldn't get to all of them yeah, in we got our like, hour-long show. So. Yeah, we got a bunch more, man. Bunch more. So thank y'all. And uh, once again, have a safe and a happy new year. And let 2020 be the best year ever. She, 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 I, 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 I,